on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. The highs and lows of the GoPro lineup in 2019. Where should you start as a late adopter for action cams? And how much validity can we lend to those Microsoft leaks? So, See, now you got to take it on a horse. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a horse handy, but I, if I can find one, sure, we'll do that. Um, but, I, I mean, that's definitely, that's the kind of thing, though, that it's it's helping to eliminate, because in the past you would have needed, like, a motorized gimbal mm-hmm. to take out any sort of bumping like that. Um, but you could, in theory, mount it on your head while you're riding a horse, and it should take out a lot of the up and down movement. Now, also, you don't want to take out too much of that because it starts to look a little fake. Right. Um, so GoPro actually made it possible to adjust the level of um, how much stabilization you want. So you can shut it all the way off. You can put it at normal. You can put it at high. And then you can put it at that boost setting. Um, but that, that, those are like the two big things, the the prongs and... Um, and, and that stabilization. Um, they updated other things, like there's a time warp feature, which is a motion time lapse. So allows you to like walk with the camera or whatever, and it does the high speed, you know, time lapse yeah. stuff. Um, but this, so this one, it actually, if you put it on auto, it will adjust to the speed of your activity. So if you're going really fast, the, the, um, Time lapse will go really fast. If you're if you slow down, it'll slow down a little bit. And then if you want, you can tap in, and it'll switch to real time, which just takes a break and goes to regular motion. So like I was um, in in one of the clips that we used in the video was um, I did uh, zip lining, mm-hmm. and I started like me going up the mountain was all fast time lapse because it's really slow and boring walking up a mountain um and then you get to the zip line part and the zip line starts going and then i tap the button and you get to see the scenery in normal speed take in like this great view that i had while i was on the zip line and then you tap back out so it's and really it goes easy right to back. switch i yeah. like that uh is there cloud storage available for gopro users hmm. there is there's the um gopro has a service uh, I think it's $5 a month, $50 for the year. Um, GoPro Plus, uh, it basically allows you to upload your videos. If you send them over to your phone, and actually, I think you can actually do it straight from the camera now. I take that back. Um, you can upload directly from the camera to the cloud, to their service. And it used to be only full HD video, but now I'm pretty sure it does uh, 4K video as well. And next question, how often does GoPro update? It feels like they come out with new hardware as fast as the smartphone companies these days. Uh, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the Hero Black uh, models pretty much are on a yearly cycle that they uh, do something to update them. Um, the Hero 7 Black came out around uh, this time last year, Hero 6 the year before. Um, the Max is like a, a new version of the Fusion. The Fusion came out uh, uh, th- three years ago, I think. So that one's a little bit more delayed, but um, it's also more of a niche camera. So they're trying to, I think they're trying to really make a push for that Max this year to to get that three, to get people not thinking of it as a 360 camera necessarily just because it has two lenses on it. Yeah. So. Uh, Josh, I want to ask, what is your favorite 
part of the testing process? Like, what is your favorite thing to do to really kind of put these cameras to the test? Like, you've gone, you said zip lining, you've gone, I think, surfing, we played hockey with them. What was one of your f- favorites that you thought really like, okay, this kind of, this puts a nice spotlight on the camera? Um, I can say that I, it, I got hurt the most doing it, um, but when I, when I was testing these cameras, downhill mountain biking, it was the, the, you know, I think that's the thing about these cameras is that they kind of pushed me to do more things that I normally wouldn't do with my body. (laughs) Um, and the downhill mountain biking, while I will never do it again, because I'm just not physically up for it. Um, it was, it was fun. Um, except for the flipping over the handlebars part that I did a lot. So, uh, the zip lining's, um, been fun. Whitewater rafting has been great. Uh, I think, I think whitewater rafting would be my favorite that I didn't get injured on. (laughs) Yeah. For anyone who, uh, like definitely take the time to go look up his review videos because, uh, it really kind of shows like the camera in action in, in all sorts of different uh, activities. I wonder what CBS's uh, life insurance policy is when it comes to these. I, I do have uh, accidental death and dismemberment coverage. Really? So, yeah. Just, Ooh, for, just for GoPro. <laughs> yes, just for GoPro, Frank. <laughs> uh, would you recommend getting the latest GoPro or the last one in consideration with this release? And let's go ahead and take that from the perspective of someone who doesn't have a GoPro. If you're on your own set schedule for upgrades, that's great. But let's say someone's just about to get into this. They just bought a new kayak. Uh, what model do you think should they should they start off with? Um, I honestly, and, and it's just because I don't ever feel like I need all the bells and whistles for things. Mm-hmm. I would go with the Hero Seven Black. Um, but I mean, definitely, again, if you want all of the latest features, Hero Eight's going to be. You're going to want to save up and get the best. Um, but there's nothing, if you're just a normal person, um, and not normal person, but (laughs) well, like not an action superstar. Right. Right. And, and the thing is that you don't need to be, and it's, it's still a camera. When I was discussing earlier, it's still a camera. Um, you're still going to capture your life, even if that life doesn't involve jumping off of cliffs. Um, so I think the hero seven black is, is just a, a, still a really good camera, especially for a reduced price now. And um, not to hawk GoPro's own programs, but they'll let you send in any old camera, not just a GoPro, but any old camera, and give you money off a new one of their cameras. Hmm. So right now, I think it's like they'll knock 50 bucks off a Hero 7 Black if you send in an old digital camera or any camera. So... I mean, it's something to consider is like, yeah, it's still expensive. Um, but if you want something, if you're shooting with your phone regularly and you want something that's waterproof, um, that more waterproof than your iPhone, um, you know, something that you're not going to worry about. Yeah. Go with a, go with a hero seven black or something. Should, should anyone consider like how much they'll have to spend also in accessories when they go a model older versus this one? Um, I mean, it comes like the, the basic accessories, it comes with the frame. Um, so you don't have to worry too much about that and everything you need to get started with the exception of maybe a micro SD card is in the box and those are pretty cheap. But, um, 
Yeah, uh, I mean, you're always going to want, like, if you want to mount it to something, yeah, you're going to have to factor in spending a little bit extra on mounts and selfie sticks and other things and mm-hmm. <laughs> all I mean, the fun toys. I'm interested to see how all those mods work, Josh. Do we know if we're getting those in? Um, I'll get them in eventually. I uh, hope so anyway. Um, but yeah, they're not available. We didn't even, um, when I received the hero eight, uh, I didn't even see those mods in person. Um, and the hero, the hero, Sorry, not Hero Max, but the just Max. The GoPro Max, all I saw was like a dummy unit. It mm. wasn't even working. Uh, so I don't even know what those look like in person yet. Um, they're not expected till later this month. And I think the pre-orders for the mods isn't until December. So, so. it's going to be a while. Mostly interested in favor of them putting me out of a job. So if the mods are really good, I can go ahead and retire early. <laughs> you're you're in favor of being put out of a job? Slightly. All right. <laughs> uh, let's switch gears and talk about the surface. Uh, so the rumor mills have been running rampant. Um, I know, Bridget, you and I, right before we started the show, we're kind of peeking at how there's a rumor flying around that there's going to be a surface phone. Uh, not a lot of validation to that. But in the meantime, uh, where does the Surface Pro actually stack up in comparison to a MacBook Pro or an iPad Pro? Uh, where do the specs break down? Well, I don't have them in front of me <laughs> to break to break them down. But um, I mean, gosh, gosh, what, what, what would you say? I mean, they're they're kind of up there. I mean, when it comes to the choices, like um, it, I think it depends on what you really need it for. Uh, I, I know at home uh, we do have a uh, a Surface, but we don't. You know, we're we're using it mostly for specific things like writing music, <laughs> then you know, then then just you know, any old typing type of thing. Right. Um, I mean, the if you're talking about the the surf, just because it has pro in the name doesn't you know? I guess they don't line up mm-hmm. um, as far as like MacBook Pro versus uh, Surface Pro. Right, because this is still a tablet. Right. You know, this is not like yeah. It's right. Yeah, and there's no uh, there's no discrete graphics. Would you? can get in the MacBook Pro. So it's 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 made for professionals, but different types of professionals. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not really sure what to expect. And I actually review laptops and stuff the rest of the time when I'm not playing with the GoPros. Um, so I don't, I don't really know what to expect. Um, it sounded like there's going to be an, at least an ARM version of the Surface. So... That'll be that'll be interesting for battery life. Mm-hmm. If you were looking for a really long battery life on a Surface tablet, uh, running Windows, it's an interesting time. Like, what will they do to kind of stand out this time around, or will it be just an incremental upgrade? And and maybe showing off dual screens is the big headline, just to say we did something different. Yeah, I mean they've been talking about that for a while, the dual screens and. Um, and and I don't know. I guess it'd be interesting to see exactly how they're going to use it. It always seems like, oh, it's a nice idea because you can have like basically instead of having to look at both your tablet screen and your phone screen, your phone screen is attached to your laptop, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you can get the same notifications and keep the same like social network stuff up on your on on this second screen instead of taking up your main screen. Mm-hmm. So your main screen's for work and then you still 
you know, keeping tabs on your social and whatever Discord Wait, are you channel. saying this is kind of like on par with Samsung's DeX? Like it's actually going to connect to a phone? I thought Windows Phone was dead. No, no, no. I'm saying, um, basically I'm saying that that you would use that second screen as you would your phone for, you know, getting all your notifications for social and stuff or, or letting you know that, hey, your phone's your phone is ringing. Here's the phone number that's coming in or, hey, I want to look up a new restaurant and you look up the restaurant and you tap on, you know, it, the restaurant is on the, on the little screen and you tap on it and it shows you a map on your main screen or something, you know, how to get to that place. It's it's stuff like that. It's interaction between whatever's on your main screen and your phone or almost like yeah. like like a menu interface. Right? Yeah. To so if you're doing like you're working in some sort of Adobe program, you might pull in Adobe tools on that mm-hmm. second screen. Kind of like the typical mindset of any average user nowadays where it's uh, you got two two things going on at least at any given time, probably 76 tabs open on your uh, browser somewhere. So just having multiple outlets or inlets, I guess. Exactly. Keep yourself. Yeah. And considering they're all about the touch, you know, we're probably going to see some great examples of like specific apps that are made for this that will make you want to go. So like um, that, like when, when they did a presentation and showed that you could use the pen to just quickly write sheet music, Mm -hmm. um, that's what sold us on it for that purpose. Uh, It you know, because that's what we wanted, um, and you couldn't find that on a Mac as easily. You know, right. so I think that's their strong suit, and we'll have to see tomorrow, like if they really can show the use cases where it can make a difference compared to what what Apple has. Yeah, absolutely. And this will definitely be just a hardware showcase, right? We're not seeing any new operating systems. Or well, new- if they talk about dual screens, they might have the special like they- Windows 10X that can run it, but I think yeah. it's mostly hardware. Yeah. And we're sure it's not 1010, right? Oh, 10, oh, oh 1010. <laughs> Josh. I don't think it's 1010. Mind blown. Okay, we got a couple minutes left. Uh, any news on LTE connectivity with the new Microsoft announcements? Not that I've seen. I've- no, I didn't see anything, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if that, um, if that Qualcomm or whatever the ARM... I assume it was Qualcomm, I guess. Yeah, it's Snapdragon. <laughs> yeah so uh, if that, I mean, it would make sense that that would have LTE built into it. Um, and then I, That's you a know, good question. I have yeah. to look that up. Um, and, it, and I love having LTE. If you've never used a connected tablet while commuting, mm-hmm. it's, it's really nice to have. <laughs> and, to keep in uh, mind. Last but not least, here's one coming out of the woodworks here. Yan wants to know, uh, how good is the Windows App Store? Has anyone used that? I have not used that. Not in a while. I've used it accidentally. How do you uh, use an App Store accidentally? Uh, I'll search for something um, in the search bar at the bottom, and um, it will. I'll, I'll hit enter, and it will like open an app available in the App Store. So essentially the same effect as... Uh, running in your search bar and you haven't changed the defaults yet. Exactly. And it goes to Bing <laughs> and you use Bing to take me to Google. Right? Exactly. So, yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. That's exactly the case. I feel like I'm at my mom's house. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are out of time. Thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, tomorrow's going to be an interesting one. Bridget, why don't you tell us all about it? Yeah. So uh, we'll be going live after 
the Microsoft event. So uh, today, at least, if you have questions about GoPros, drop them off in the comments. We'll get you answers. You can also join us live normally at 11.15 Eastern or watch on demand. We're going to love you the same either way. But tomorrow's show, it's going to go live a little later to cover all the Microsoft news from the event in New York. And I think we're leaning towards uh, noon Eastern or after just to make time for that, just to clarify, because we are carrying... We'll be all hands on deck covering the Microsoft event here in the New York office, as well as all the CNET offices, go figure. Uh, but we'll be your official recap show following up. So pretty much keeping ear to the ground. Um, we'll be on Twitter and let you know when we're going live. Yeah. And thank you guys uh, for the Daily Charge. I'm Bridget Carey. I'm Josh Goldman. Thanks for joining us.